welcome, welcome, and welcome again to week three, or excuse me, episode three of Holding It Down. I feel like with episode three, things are just getting a little bit more real, and you are here with Satan's Blowfish and Chalupa Doop. What up? We are here, and we're going to go over (laughs) some more games for you guys we're going to go over the lpl finals we're going to go over the first round of lck playoffs it's been good stuff it's been a banger for both games uh absolute high levels of league of legends being played i can't wait can't wait so good oh also uh, i think if more so if we have time we're going to preview some games for you guys too uh we have the lgd versus sooning uh, best of three i believe that's the lpl uh not round robin what is, what is that called uh gauntlet is, yeah is know. it a gauntlet i don't know we'll double check it and get back to you guys on that one the beginning of the gauntlet for the last two places in worlds and then we have another game we're going to preview for you guys but we'll talk about that about that one a little bit later it's going to be about who plays gen g Starting off, let's go ahead and let's switch over to the LPL finals. We had a absolute top tier game. So good. Oh, <coughs> so good. We had JD Gaming versus Top Esports. Number one, number two teams in China. Yeah. And uh, man, spicy, spicy picks, spicy games. Oh, oh, man. Uh, do you want to start it off? You want me to start it off? How do you want to do this? Uh, let's go ahead and um, let's have you start it off. Do you have your all your picks and bands all mapped out from from that game? Yeah. Otherwise, I can take it over. Yeah, no, I got you. So, all right, game one. Uh, we're going to do it a little bit differently here. So, game one, we got the uh, top esports on blue side. Uh, their bands, the TF the Orn, the Zoe, uh, following with picks uh, Kennen, Nidalee, and Set. Uh, JD Gaming follows up with the Caitlyn ban, uh, a must-do, especially with how crazy everyone is and how uh, early game focused they all seem to be. Uh, Followed with Oriana and the um, Quinn. Uh, Their picks were the Renekton, um, the tried and true, always picked, it seems, in LPL. High pick, high ban. Yeah. Uh, Lilia and the, the spicy Lilia pick and the super mega spicy Kiana pick. Yes. Uh, so Picks were very spicy. Oh, yeah. The first six right there. Uh, following bans for blue side top esports, going to be Lucian and the Azir. Uh, Lucian, highly contested. Uh, also highly contested the picks for top esports their bot lane uh, the Jin and the Tom Kench busted out for this game uh, mm-hmm. for JD Gaming uh, they ban out the Nautilus and the Leona and uh, they follow up their bot lane picks being the Ash and Pantheon Ooh, I really liked the detail of the picks and bans there felt like I was yeah, there they- watching it all over again Oh yeah, the uh, the Pantheon pick was actually picked a little bit earlier. The Kiana was the last pick. Um, they were flexing the Pantheon pick, which was pretty cool because uh, it could have gone mid, but it was typically in, in uh, bot lane. 
it definitely uh, didn't pan out in the bot lane as much as I would have liked. I thought it was going to be a very exciting pick, and there was definitely some exciting moments with it. But for the most part, felt like that pick kind of flopped. Have you seen Ignor on it? I have, yeah, in the NALCS, and he did look very yeah. good. Pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this game starts off crazy. Uh, insane level one. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, JD, uh, JDG go in for a level one, uh, and everyone fights for about three minutes of the first three minutes of the game. Um, yeah, I saw that two minutes, seven summoners were down. Yeah. Um, bunch of summoners used, uh, and they're fighting for Karsa's red buff. Mm-hmm. Two and... fights actually kind of happened over it. Well, the one fight, they kind of backed off and then came around again. Mm-hmm. And uh, it ends up with uh, Karsa kind of stealing back his red. He gets the smite off to get that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he... Hold on, let's see. Gets his back as red. Uh, he proceeds to get two off uh, their overextension. Um, it, it didn't really seem uh, like it was going to happen that way to start it out because they came so strong in uh, with uh, JD Gaming. Uh, but, I mean, they, their follow-through was just great, and they just kind of stayed persistent. And I honestly don't think that they thought Carson was going to keep going for that red buff. Oh, I know, right? That he was going to just keep pushing like that? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. also uh, it ended up going 4-3 to three in kills to JDG. And then notably, J- uh, Loken on Ash had three of the kills and an assist. So yep. that was making Jackie's life very hard over there on the Jin, who had three assists i think at the end of it too jdg was up about 300 gold from the whole thing and then there the next there wasn't really a ton of action for the next like five four or five minutes there was a couple yeah. plates taken by loken and lumao in the bot lane uh eight minutes team esports uh their bot lane get a karza gank and they get a super easy kill on the pantheon and then this is the beginning of many deaths for for pantheon here uh wait so the eight ish is when they tried for the carsa top gank right and then but that's when lilia killed the uh the nidalee right mm. when the um i have that at eight ish minutes i have for eight minutes uh top esports spot get a carsa gank and for an easy kill on the pantheon and then lumao is caught trying to be aggressive Oh, you have it. That's a uh, that's at nine minutes. At nine minutes, JDG uh, have five top in the in the top lane in the jungle, and they kill Karza at top, and then they get the Rift Herald. And then right after, Lou Mouse caught trying to be aggressive, and he's killed, and he's already on his like third death by that point. And then it's at eleven minutes, JDG use the Rift Herald, secure the first turret bot. And then a minute later, JDG four-man Gankbot killing Jackie Love and Yu Jia. But Yu Jia actually dies trying to save Jackie on the Tom Kenji. Does this really epic, uh, like eat and? Uh, oh man, hold on! It was Can so we... close, but Jackie's son ended up dying. They both ended up the dying. Tom Kench eating in this game was so good. It was yes. on another level. Yes. this was the one. Oh, Jackie Love and Yu Jia have 
almost mm-hmm. the greatest escape I have ever seen. And I say almost because it doesn't so actually pan close. out. Jackie what Love, time was that? That was not uh, that escape in particular was at around 12 minutes. Jackie okay, Love throughout yeah. the entire series has a lot of close escapes where he does get away and then some where he doesn't. It's a pretty common theme. Yeah. He's so good, though. I, I can't. That guy is so good. Mm-hmm. And then Kanavi on Lilia by 14 minutes is big. He, I think, already had a completed Leandries. That's the mask, right? The AP mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. And then this is where the game Popping got pretty. Off. The game got pretty boring after this point for like the next seven minutes or so. It was at 21 minutes two fights break out on two different parts of the map one is mid and one is in the top jungle the one mid starts from 369 flash ulting as kennen through the raptor wall into the mid lane to get a flank and then essentially what happens in that fight while <clears throat> oh wait hold on that that flank was sick though because yes. uh um hold on someone uh yeah, he flash ults in, gets – lay that down a little bit better. Yeah, so while he the, – the part I'm trying to cover here is this – there's so much happening at once, it's hard to cover it in just talking about it like this. Uh, while he is killing two of JDG, Lu Mao <laughs> actually ends up chasing Jackie down and soloing him out with Pantheon. But uh, by this point, Top Esport have – Top Esports have four members in the area, so they kill Lu Mao and Loken. Then the other fight happening in the top uh, jungle was Knight flashing out to save his own life. He had kind of overextended uh, or got caught. I don't remember exactly. Uh, yeah, they tried to collapse on him, and he barely flashes to get out with his life. So it ended up being uh, no kills for JDG and two or maybe three kills for East Top Esports. But it was it was a great it was the Kennen play really that was the shining, and then just the hilarious Lu Mao killing Jackie Love as Jackie Love is like fighting for his life and gets <laughs> just zeroed out. Oh, and in this exchange, JDG took a mid turret, so. Uh, they basically still kind of won the exchange at the end of the day. Two kills for a turret, gold balances out. Uh, two minutes later, 23 minutes, 369 is caught, and JDG uh, kill him, and then pressure Baron. <clears throat> but Team Esports that actually... Fight, mm-hmm. That fight went forever. You want to take this? Did you get good notes on this fight? You want to take over this part? Uh, no, I just had the note that that fight went on for quite a while, um, and uh, Top ended up going 4-1, Mm-hmm. Uh, in that fight, it was a pretty long. And getting the Baron. Yeah, and they t- end up taking the Baron. Um, there's a really good set ult in this in, where mm-hmm. he gets uh, four uh, in that set ult, um, setting up the team to pretty much just roll through the rest of them. Honestly, from 21 minutes through 25 minutes, you could almost classify this as one uh, kind of elongated skirmish. Yeah. It just happens like in phases almost. So at 25 minutes now, esports. Team Esports, Top Esports, have the Baron, and this allows them to get the gold lead. They take a 2k gold lead. They use the Baron to take a turret lead. Uh, By 26, 27 minutes, another team fight breaks out in JDG's jungle. JDG was kind of disjointed and broken up into two groups. And essentially what happened is 369, uh, Kennen alts one of the groups, uh, killing two of them, killing one or two, killing Yigao and Loken, and... uh, <clears throat> the end of it was Karza and Kanavi having this like little 1v1 and uh, Karza actually gets the best of Kanavi. It was, it was a pretty good one. I think it was 
the face-off was as Nidalee and Lilia? Is that who it was? Yeah. Good little face-off uh, there. I have uh, Jackie Love. I, re- I had to take note that Jackie Love was fighting for his life in that one as well. That He was getting chased Oh, that's pretty hard. Dude, that's the theme. One of the themes of this series is Jackie Love running for his life, trying to buy himself enough time to get as much DPS out as he possibly yeah. could, and he did that job. There was yeah, he one still game puts out more it. damage. He was chased so hard, he still mm-hmm. puts out more damage. I saw than, one uh, of the fights on the Logan. where they showed the damage meter. He gets blown up not even halfway into the fight, and he still, <coughs> he still did the most damage in the fight. Wow. That's crazy. It's just the Jin just does so much damage. All right. Yeah, it was a highly contested pick, and... Uh, Let's just hold on. Let's take a pause here and just take note that this game was so crazy and it like just almost every minute was something cra- crazy going on. There was minute one, two. There was maybe like one well, five or six minute lull. Yeah. And then it was just action skirmishes all over the map. Yeah, I forgot about the uh, after about five minutes. Five minutes got. Yeah. There was literally like one five minute kind of hiatus and then that was it so then let's keep moving on here uh about 30 minutes team esports uh has managed to work up I keep calling them team esports that is so disrespectful top esports mm. uh have about a 6k gold lead three minutes later the teams are posturing and clearing each other's jungles and fighting for vision 33 minutes uh, another mm. fight breaks out it ends up being pretty sig- insignificant and top esports just roll them and then they yeah. roll right through the inhib mid i think it was the inhib the middle inhib but then yeah, they have a little bit of a, with the good old again mm-hmm, they have a little bit of a hiccup because the inhib respawns but in the end it ends up just giving them essentially more kills as uh, jdg sprinkle in kind of one at a time trying to stop them and die obviously so then that's game one uh top esports up a game which brings us to game two. Do you happen to have your, your picks and stuff all laid out for game two? I really enjoyed the way you did the, the game one. Yeah, yeah, I do. Why don't you go um, ahead and take over picks and stuff again for us? That was awesome. Cool, yeah. Uh, game two, uh, JD Gaming, blue side. They changed sides on this one. And really quick, just uh, a little note there. The losing team in the LPL, I don't know how it works in the other leagues, but the losing team in the LPL when they have these best of fives gets to choose the side. Nice, yeah. Most of them tend to do that, I think. But just in case people don't know, I I actually didn't know it when I heard it. I, I don't know if I'd forgotten mm-hmm. it or something, but it was it felt like new information to me at the time. Okay, okay. Carry on. Um, I guess thing to know here is uh, I didn't actually p- do. That's something I should have done. Is I wrote down just their lanes. I didn't write down when they pick them and when they ban them that's really what i need to do next time so oh it's all good i mean i i wrote down all the picks and bans i didn't even think to do it the way you just uh like to replicate it the way we actually see it happen that would well that's what i didn't do either i'm just weighing yeah i'm just naming it the same way that we would see it normally but i'm actually that's not actually how it was picked in bands so i know i'm wrong the bands are probably like that but i don't think the picks are so um i actually think i have these bands in order but i don't have the bands uh in the order of the picks so 
the I just have the pick separate and the band separate, uh, each in order. Do you want me to go over mine? Yeah, yeah. Let's try. Yeah, let's try yours. Okay, so uh, for bands, JDG band uh, Set and Quinn, Kate, Nautilus, and Jax. Uh, top esports band Bard, Pantheon, Rennington, Orn, and Twisted Fate. So we got a kind of a lot of our repeat bands from the first game with the twisted fade the orn and i thought it was interesting that top went after the pantheon even though it ended up getting like seven or eight deaths it did pretty awful it's one saving grace moment was kind of that solo kill on uh jackie love that was yeah kind of the i'm only sure role. that's what he wanted to know he was like i'm done with that fucking champion get it out yeah get that the hell out of here yeah um instead I noticed that they banned Lucian, which is interesting, coming up in the next couple of games. And they banned Azir. Uh, JDG, or excuse me, they didn't ban Azir this time. Instead, they switched it out for Bard, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, and they left the, the Lucian open. And then, really quick, did I go over bans for both teams? I just totally brain farted on myself. Yeah, you did. Okay. Moving on to their picks, JDG picked Ash, Nidalee, Lucian, Leona, and Camille. And this Leona, I mentioned it in the last podcast, uh, Lumao is undefeated on it. So in my mind, it's a little bit crazy to give someone a champion where they have eight plus games on it of being undefeated. But they give it to him. Yeah. And uh, so, hold on. When was uh, the Fiora picked on Top Esports? The Fiora was picked in game... No, no, it's it's the same game that you have, but when did you write down the Fiora on, on the pick, pick list? Da, 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 da. Fiora was picked last. Okay. And red side... Camille, would I... mean that she was... Oh, she was... Yeah, she was the counter pick to the Camille exactly, pick. Exactly, yeah. Okay. So okay, Camille cool. was technically picked blind, and then... Fiora was picked into it. So, picks for top esports. I don't. I didn't say theirs yet, did I? Uh, no, no, you didn't. They got Zoe, Graves, Jin, Thresh, Fiora. So, kind of what we had happen here too is the Zoe is now being put in the game instead of being banned. The Nidalee is in the game on Kanavi, which immediately stood out to me as being dangerous and then i thought the thresh pick was an interesting one just because i felt like i haven't kind of seen it in a minute and i'll tell you what does that thresh pick get put to use uh you think we're ready to move into the game anything else uh, we should cover with picks yeah yeah no we're, we're good i'm ready to go into this well actually yeah we're ready to go <laughs> <laughs> so game started out with nothing really happening in the very beginning it's at three minutes this is kind of a classic three six nine move. He he pushed too far. Kanavi sneaks mm-hmm. around on Nidalee, and yeah, they get a really easy pattern. gank on him for with a first blood. I think he even blows his flash here, so yep. uh, ends up being pretty bad. But somehow three six nine seems to generally recover from putting himself in these situations. But he seems to be in these situations quite a bit as well. Uh, five minutes, Kanavi uh moves on bot ganks him and managed to force all the summoners i don't think he is able to actually end up following up on that though because if i remember correctly the next thing is it at eight minutes top esports bot overstays jdg knows this uh and that they have the numbers so they dive and kill jackie love and then 11 minutes 
Top Esports drop the Rift bot, and Kanavi for some reason decides he's gonna just try and stop the Rift Herald. Jumps in <laughs> to hit it, instantly hit with a thresh hook, and yeah. is bopped. Just I like the way LS calls it, clown bopped. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, that was a bad one right there. Cause... And the terrible thing about what happened next is this triggered a four man dive, then killing three more of them, killing or two more of them, Lu Mao and Loken, and then securing the first turret for Top Esports. It was kind of a total disaster little play there for Kanavi. Um, and at this point, it's worth noting, too, that Karza has 100% kill participation, and he maintains this at 13 minutes when uh, Kanavi and Yagao overextend and then are collapsed on by Ford of Top Esports, killing both of them. Yeah, well, going back to that uh, that fight too with the uh, the bot lane uh, dive, um, Knight ends up getting a kill onto Loken uh, with the Zoe pick, picking up flashes and diving deep. He goes tier two turret bot lane, killing that uh, Ash. That's uh, that's another theme is Zoe's going deep. Oh man, for both teams. Oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely. This is crazy. But yeah, it was uh, you said, thirteen minutes. The they get that Drake, mm-hmm. uh, four man dive bot, um, Carsa ult over the wall to get oh to get over the wall just to engage onto those uh, mm-hmm. onto the people to get the kills. That was crazy. Uh, where they get two, get two right there. Right? I I don't have it here, but I think that's what it was. Yeah. And then two at uh, fifteen minutes, Knight and three six nine dive zoom top and they kill him. Uh, mm-hmm. Three six nine has this really well timed ultimate heal with Fiora, so that it uh, ends up saving his life from the turret damage. So, so perfectly timed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like less. What does he have? Uh, like ten health less less than. Yeah, something super super low. I thought for sure yeah. he was dead. And then. Yeah. An excellent follow-up to this play. Knight and 369 actually going to take on two take down uh, two turrets. I'm not mm. entirely sure how that even happened. I think JDG just got caught sleeping with a too many members bot lane, and then the Fiora just annihilated those turrets. Yeah. Inhib turret, right? So they're just like I, I just I, remember looking back and going, what the hell? There's a top inhib exposed. I don't remember if that was this moment quite yet, but uh, I think that moment was a little bit after this, but yeah, mm-hmm. he had, he had driven up to that point already. He was at their inhibitor turret. Yeah. Uh, 18 minutes. JDG end up going for the dragon, and then they kind of put themselves in this bad position where they're kind of forced into trading their inhib turret for the ocean drake and a Karza kill. So they kill Karza. Figure they might as well get the drake while they're there. But while this is happening. This is when the inhib turret is opened up by 369. Another deep Zoe moment, too. She's flying around in this part, chasing the uh, the Nidalee. Oh, my gosh, too. And there were times where <laughs> multiple times with these Zoes were using smites on the junglers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's a there's a hilarious combo later. I'll have to touch back on it where Zoe the flashes in to hit her combo and then red smites ignites and exhaust or some shit like that it was so stupid uh okay moving on uh jdg get a 20 to 21 minute baron Mm -hmm. uh because they pick cars off and i forget who else 
22 minutes Th- uh three man bot there's a three-man bot to kill loken and yagao but oh, before th- or wait, I, that, uh, I actually have before that before that happens yeah go ahead yeah uh, before that happens, uh, Camille dies in a 1v2 top lane. Mm-hmm. Um, almost gets away, but he's not able to. Uh, but then, yeah, uh, Yugao gets Zoe bubbled uh, and gets just taken care of. It's it's 5 to 9 at that point and kills. Um, and we're on are you, I'm top at the, esports favored. I'm at, at the 22-minute mark. Is that where you are? Uh, no, actually. I was at... Probably right around 21, 20. Um, at 22 minutes, I have yeah, cause top this go is where in, it... get Loken, try... Yeah, this is where it takes uh, a little bit of a turn. Leo and Mid, Nid. Yeah, uh, but Lucian ult pops off. Holy mm-hmm. moly. Mm-hmm. The Yigal um, on that Lucian ult? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Turns out fight 4-1. to one. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because uh, Camille comes in. He comes in a little bit late, but he's able to pick up the Zoe. Um, and then JDG are able to pick up the third Drake right after that. Um, by now, the game's basically tied. Yeah, <clears throat> especially right after they get the Drake, uh, Theo... And that Drake is take Soul. Oh, uh, no, that's the next no, one. No, no, no. Excuse me, that's the next yeah, one. Yeah, next one. That's for, that's for Soul uh, point. Uh, but the Theo uh, trying to contest it, she just basically tries to face tank, really. Oh, yeah, that was... Ter- like, and, uh, that's not what Theo is going to really do. It's just go right into the face of five of them. Yeah, so that's Blown when up. it evened up 10 to 10. Uh, gold lead very i think actually jd might have had a, a gold lead at that point i think they did swing into a gold lead it, the gold lead swung a, a few times in this game yeah so where'd we uh, leave off at the 20 the, we're coming up on 28 minutes here right yeah I'm, my next thing is at uh 26 minutes jackie uh flashes from the from a really good ash arrow i just thought that was a good little side note I mean, they were going after him and he was playing happy feet and can't catch me and it was crazy jackie uh playing dodgeball yeah for sure like the whole series is crazy uh you can dodge an asher you can dodge a ball <laughs> you can uh, dodge a ball I, my next one's at 28 minutes mm-hmm. yeah we're the uh, lucian ults mid lane uh getting karza really low right i think it was karza he gets a couple people low there maybe anyway it basically gives them the free soul because mm-hmm. um, they pretty much can't contest at all from it. Nidalee gets a little bit overextended and dies from it, uh, the escape. And then it's still like it's still the same chase, but it's almost like a whole like little fight breaks out uh, in the mid because they're just trying to get away and they can't. Right. Um, and they lose, what, three? Yeah. Uh, they're chasing... Karza or Kanavi? Yeah, the chasing Jin kills Leo. And then... Uh, Karsa with on the graves flashes in to try and get the damage in so that Jackie Love on the gin can get the kill. He ends up dying to the Camille, uh, but then the dope flash thresh hook gets the Camille so that she dies. Immediately after this, they go for the Baron, and it's like just this one fluid motion. It's you know, fight for dragon, and it's like boom, this you know big. Run around, they're trading, trying to kill each other. It's like nonstop action. Like, oh my god! Yeah, and then right after that, though, it was like they just pushed super hard. Yeah, this this was basically after the twenty eight minute marker was kind of JDG's game. I have at mm-hmm. thirty four minutes, uh, top esports gets aced and they lose Elder. Uh, and it has, it was this weird moment where esport top esports was looking for the engage, kind of chasing 
JDG. I don't know if I want to use the word chasing. Uh, maybe the teams are just kind of jockeying for position. I don't know what to exactly term it. But then Leona, Lumao and Leona just turns around and just full engages right into the face of the team. And yeah, they, they kicked the crap out of them. Yeah, then, they went two for five in that fight, right? Yeah, and then 36-minute mark, JDG take Baron. Zoom kills Knight in the middle of his own team while they're doing the Baron. Uh, Top is trying to pressure them to maybe potentially set up a steal. Zoom just goes right on the other side and literally just kills Knight right in the middle of his team. Yeah, and then EW's J- in. Mm-hmm. Gets that massive uh, Camille shield off his passive. So he's just big beefer boy for that second he needed and then jdg closed tying the series one to one mm-hmm. it's all you know always know it's a good uh banger when it goes one to one like that or it's you know like the reverse sweeps are definitely fun but you you almost know the reverse sweep's gonna happen more than it's like one to one two to two and then you're like oh my god game five what's gonna happen you really aren't sure who's gonna win yeah because when the reverse sweep's happening kind of the team that's been na- that just now lost two games is generally demoralized and got the impending uh doom setting in of oh my god we're about to get reverse swept and then they kind of defeat yep. themselves mm-hmm. all right that takes us to game three i don't think yes. one of these games was a total clap every game had a back and forth where at one point or another you think top is gonna win or JDG is going to win, and it trades at both every game. At one point, you think both of those teams is going to win. Yep. One point or another. Mm-hmm. Man, that they're all so good too. Just really high level stuff. Yeah, the casters referred to it as JDG is the best cohesive team in LPL. You know, they're best team fighters, and uh, they use the best strategies top esports is the literal best player individual player in each line. i wish i knew an, enough about the league to have more of an opinion on that but i i thought it was uh interesting to just kind of to chew on yeah so yes that brings us to game three did you want to go ahead and do the picks and bands you want me to take it over yeah no i'm, I'm pulling up the uh the picks and bands now so i have like an actual good better frame of reference yeah Exactly. Shout out to Gold.gg. This website is so useful. Really great league stats for all the pro leagues. Okay, yeah. So uh, the the way that this goes, uh, top esports gonna go ahead or uh, yeah, and start with their bands. um, Banning out the TF, uh, the Orn, and the Nar. JDG. Follow up with the Ezreal ban, Tom Kench ban, and the Oriana. Um, don't really know. I mean, Ezreal ban is all right because uh, Jackie loves good on it, but I don't think he played it in the last series that he was in either. Um, it's very apparent to me neither team wants to see Oriana or Bard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, with those bans, uh, Top Esports going to go ahead and First pick the uh, the Rennington, followed up with the Nidalee Ash uh, by JDG. Karsa going to lock in the Gragas pick in the jungle, followed by Knight on Lucian. So Spicy pick. Yeah, and they all lock in their lanes. I thought that was kind of cool too. Uh, but the Lucian, very spicy pick for sure. Very contested. 
for good reason. It showed this game or these uh this series. JDG gonna lock in their third uh pick for the game as uh Volibear. And then uh, you got Top Esports banning out Bard and Set with JD Gaming banning out the Quinn and the Caitlyn. Caitlyn getting a late ban. Kind of interesting. I don't know. Yeah, that she didn't sneak through there a little bit earlier. Yeah, curious. But uh, after those bans, uh, you got Jackie Love locking in the Senna. Surprised Lucian wasn't picked up either, but uh, the Senna lock in. And then uh, Brom to follow that up. And then for JD Gaming, you have the Leona and the Syndra. Last pick for uh, Gigao. And um, yeah, it was a spicy pick band for sure. The Lucian, very good. Yeah, we got some some kind of unique-ish picks oh, for what LPL. I, I did, I'm sorry, not Syndra, Zoe. Not yeah. I thought the Senna coming out was pretty interesting. I'm going to double check really, really quick. But I feel like that's not a champion that we generally saw a ton. I don't think we saw it in the playoffs like at all. Uh, saw what? Senna. Senna. No, she, I mean, where are you? She was definitely picked. I don't know about LPL, but in other regions for sure. Yeah, that's that's why I was just referring to LPL with what I said. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you yeah, look I'm at not... her, she's been she was picked twenty six times and banned twenty eight times in the season and for playoffs give me just one second here i don't see her for playoffs so it does not look like she was played in the playoffs she probably took some bans i don't have all of it up right here in front of me to make an informed statement on that but it was interesting because it wasn't getting a lot of interest oh it's i do see it now and it was picked four times in the playoffs so i stand corrected mm. just scratch everything i just said basically <laughs> just like you can scratch my prediction for how this game played out i think maybe one of my predictions probably st sticks a little bit and that's that i said i think the difference was going to be in the bot lane yeah and I think that held true, where Jackie Love showed up a little bit more, where Loken happened to kind of trend down. Um, so let's move on to the actual game highlights now, shall we? Yeah. Something that's another. Stood out, yeah, go for it. I, I think I hear you about to say exactly what I was going to say. Uh, another explosive level one. Mm-hmm. Popping off. At red buff again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got the uh, Nidalee. Going ham again. Just uh, doing what they do. Knight blows a pretty bad flash. And the uh, at three minutes, uh, it's one, two, three in favor of JD Gaming. <laughs> and it's a two, zero Zoe, one, zero Ash. And they gave up the red. Mm -hmm. And they gave up the red this time. Yep. Yeah, esports. Uh, uh, top esports backed off the red this time. Yeah, Carsa goes for the. Uh, the birds and then following the birds he tries to like do some sort of like cheeky i'm gonna flanky from the top side but kanavi and i believe it was yugao or they're like they show out of that bush so he immediately ease into them and he's with knight and they just can't really do enough uh so that's how that trade goes south really quick getting zoe two kills um lucian uh, with knight gets one kill back was it onto the Zoe? Is this Maybe at the was... four minute mark? This was uh, still that. This is that early trade happening oh, okay. at three. The three minute 
point. Because Lucian got one of the kills, uh, Zoe got two, and then Ash got one. Um, yeah. So, Greg, Lucian, and Braum die for... Oh, it was a Leona death. That's what it was. Uh, but yeah, the four minute, they pick uh, Nid off with the... Um, I have at four minutes, 369, Karza and Knight get two of the kills back mid. Uh, it's an engagement that happens kind of mid and a little bit in the top side jungle. And this actually brings the game back to even in gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rennington W onto... Uh, yeah, they, but they gave it to the Lucian, right? Lucian gets both of the kills. I had, Yes, because kill. I, if I remember correctly, at six minutes, Knight on Lucian already had four kills. That was a pretty cool kill that they got onto the Volibear for that because the Nidalee was pretty free. But then they have to like they were like waffling around to try and kill the Volibear, and it ends up being Karza engaging with an E, Renekton, E's over the wall, and with Knight doing the same exact thing. So it's like they instantly collapsed onto this Volibear who seemed like he was safe, and it's just like oh shit, like, boom, popped him real quick. And then it's actually at this point where there's a probably the most significant lull in a game that we had for the entire series. Uh, there was some, not like nothing was happening. There were still some picks kind of going on here and there. There were mm-hmm. some close fights where both teams end up backing off with no deaths and just a bunch of depleted health bars. One of those fights does end up in resulting in a first turret for top esports uh, into the bot lane to Jackie. And this is still with the gold basically even. And then we have another lull for about another four or five minutes until about the 1920 mark when 369 is splitting top lane while a 5v4 mid is beginning to shape up he sees a really good moment to teleport as essentially jdg are diving the mid turret and then he starts to teleport as soon as they see that teleport they start retreating but it's too late 369 gets in there he sweeps in and gets two kills for himself uh top esports end up trading three kills and baron and they get a 3k gold lead at this point it was a pretty decisive moment for them yeah senna uh, with the six setup for that mm-hmm. uh Renekton tp 24 minute mark kanavi is on nid and gets caught looking for red in the top esports jungle this is kind of another I wish we had thought to list some themes, but Kanavi being caught in the enemy jungle. Dude, the analyst said that it happened twice. No, it happened three times. So it happened twice at the red buff, but it happened one time early game at the uh, at the Gromp because Kanavi's going for Gromp and Yuyanjia sees him, cues onto him, flashes over the wall to chase the Nidalee. And ends up stealing the blast cone direction so that Nidalee's uh, trapped and he ends up getting a kill for it too. I think that ended up going to Knight as well. Oh, nice. Good that spot. Was early. Way to keep the yeah. casters on, in, uh, in check. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It was it was three. It was, he missed the early game one. But yeah, super overextended with no vision on it apparently because you just letting people clap right on top of you. I mean, if there's any jungler you want to let roam in the enemy jungle, it's Kanavi. He got away more times than he got caught, for sure. But there mm-hmm. were some catches that were devastating, might be a little bit powerful, but costly. Costly is the right word, I think. 
Yeah. Um, so anyways, going back, he actually at this point, at that 24-minute marker, he gets caught like we just talked about. Then he gets caught again. The first time he managed mm-hmm. to live by flashing away. The second time he doesn't have the flash. So he dies. Team esports, top esports, force Baron. So one of those moments where it ends up being very costly. I actually thought for a minute here that JDG might be tilted because you see this awkward moment where Loken is solo top farming on a tier two turret while JDG is being dove in their own base. Yeah. Uh, super <laughs> weird. Basically, it was the base race as yeah, they're trying to end the game. <laughs> right. But it gets weirder. It gets weirder. So this basically gives Top Esports the free inhib. Not that much later, 31-minute marker. It's actually Top Esports, I think, leaving from this point. 31-minute marker. Zoom gets a really clutch flank. And Yagao expertly navigates this team fight, somehow staying really low and not dying. But then near the end of the fight, getting two kills and doing a boatload of damage and has this really clutch moment where he catches knight after flashing in on him and knight had just killed one or two members of jdg so Mm -hmm. he flashes in catches him in the sleepy trouble bubble hits him with all his fucking damage one shots him knight dies the fight instantly turns and uh, top ends up getting aced five for three it was shocking to watch. And the only reason I don't have a better detailed walkthrough for it is I just didn't have time to sit down and watch the fight like a dozen times to get every little detail. Yeah. Even though that happened, though, I still felt that the game was like, it, I don't know. They had two inhibs at that time. Or maybe it was still just the one bot inhib that went all the way through to the one Nexus turret left. It was like, ah, this one, this one's pretty, uh, pretty good. So, Not nearly as many kills in this game, though. Yes, that's true. So Esports gets ace there. Two minutes later at 33 minutes, uh, 369, just doing 369 things, mm-hmm. gets another excellent flank. Absolutely yeah. catching Loken on Ash in the back and blows him up. Yep, it's and they did it. It's like a counter-engage thing, too, because it happened off of a bad Jackie Love uh or they engaged on the Jackie Love Senna with his with uh, Logan's ult, and it's like three six nine was just ready for it, and he just popped right in. And was like, you can't do shit now. And then Knight uh, on Lucian, they actually kind of almost trade places. Uh, I think I believe Rannington kind of heads the other way, and then Knight gets even deeper into the back line, diving underneath the turret even, and he kills Lu Mao, and has a really great all where he's hitting all three of them and he does so much damage that Kanavi and Yagao both almost die. So they both have to just leave and immediately run away, uh, leaving the other members of JDG to die. Uh, at this point it's over top esports pushed mid and they close the game. And that brings top mm-hmm. esports two to one in the series. These, so good. These are three of the closest games. I think we've seen like either team up to this point could have three owed the other that's how close these games were. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially the first three. Uh, game four, not not so much, I yeah, would say. Game four took a little bit 
of a different turn. You want to cover the picks and bans, or do I need to go ahead and cover that? Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. Do we? So, <clears throat> so uh, JD Gaming uh, getting the first picks, first bans. They're going to ban the Quinn, Oriana, Caitlin for their first three. With Top Esports following with the set, Camille and Rennington. And then uh, you got the first pick going to the Graves. So they wanted the push for Kanavi. Not bad. Uh, they give uh, the Ash and uh, Lucian. So they end up picking those for Top Esports. Uh, this is followed up with the Zoe and Jin pick for JD Gaming. And Top Esports are going to end their first three picks with the Nidalee. Giving that to Karsa. Uh, which he's played well the past uh, games that I've seen him on, so it was looking good. Uh, they're going to ban, for top esports, they're going to ban the Orn and the TF. Uh, JD Gaming's going to ban the uh, Jace and Kennen. And with that, let's see here. Jackie Love locks in the Wukong. And once that happens, Loken went, goes in ahead and locks in the Malphite and uh, Bard to follow that up. And uh, when the Malphite's locked in, the casters are saying that it was a counter to the Wukong pick. And nothing but the truth, man. Holy shit. Yeah, and Zoom's Malphite pick showed up huge. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call it a sexy pick. It didn't do no. anything <laughs> flashy. But no. everything it did do, it did very effectively. I mean, mm -hmm. Zoom missed three alts, I think. Like, just... Yeah flat missed and still had a probably the biggest single impact on this him. game yep I mean, that one pick that is like crippling the team like, um i don't want to take anything away from kanavi yagao or loken on their very high dps champions but i think the other person who really really stood out in this game for jd was lu mao on that bard oh my god so yeah. many catches yeah with that alt mm -hmm. i caused so many flashes too even oh if they weren't God. like exact catches yeah it was gross i would never give him bard <clears throat> i think banning it yeah. was the smart thing to do and letting it slip through i think they uh they paid the price yeah oh and uh final pick for top was the uh nautilus pick for yuyanjia you know, and I was surprised that they let Knight get Lucian again, just because yeah, of how Sid so well, mm -hmm, how, like how much of a bully he could be in lane, and then just how much damage he was doing in these fights. Like you know, the yeah. times where he's doing as much damage as like three members of Top Esports, or doing enough damage that it pushes three of JD's own players out. Yeah, I, and I don't even know what. I mean, maybe they were just saying, "Hey, we're gonna just go for scaling and see what happens," because the game was slow. Uh, in my opinion, I thought the game was pretty slow, especially like first blood wasn't even seven minutes into the game. Right. I, I felt like this was a slow game too. Uh, I, for me, kind of what made a lot of it slow was three, six, nine got denied on a lot of oh, flanks. Yeah. Usually, you know, he's got really signature flank plays. He got, you know, and when I say denied, I don't mean necessarily killed. I just mean he didn't get to carry it out, whether he was spotted or, hit with some kind of counter ability or was killed because he did ha he did go zero five and two in this game the wukong yeah and he was just flat out, out down yeah he was he's just behind 
yeah, he's four, he's down 40 CS at the end of the game. So, and it was worse than that. So some of that's, you know, the, the base minions he's collecting. If you look at the bot lane for JD, this game, just as a whole, they played so good, played so, so good. And Yigao uh, was absolutely styled on that Zoe. You know, yeah, he did. Probably a good time to actually start going into a little bit of the highlights here. And just to emphasize how slow this game is, I don't believe there was a kill for the first ten minutes, or there was only first, one. There was only one kill within the first ten yeah. minutes. Excuse first me. Bloods at seven minutes with Malphite ult, easy clap. Yeah, it was like it was you know. And guess who that was on? Flashy three six nine who had yep. overstayed again. <laughs> it's a common theme yep. for him. Him to stay, Kanavi to sneak around, get an easy kill early. Somehow it. It, all, it, happens, it seems to happen every game, but doesn't actually seem to have much bearing on the outcome of the game. Yeah. Uh, this gives less than a 1K gold lead to JDG. Oh, actually, I have the less than the 1K gold lead is to top esports, so I must have missed something in there. JDG, though, does get the dragon. They each trade a Rift Herald for a Drake at one point. Nothing really happens until 17, 18 minutes when top esports make a move for the bot turret jdg was go five man dive right Mm -hmm. jdg respond with a teleport from zoom and 369 teleports as well Uh, zoom when he comes in though this is one of his missed alt moments (laughs) i can't remember if this was the time where it's bot lane turret he ults right in between three people and yeah yeah. oh my god this was the worst one this is the one i was so bad he hits the Emerald Triangle, or no, no, no. The what is it? The uh, the Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle. Just yeah. the dead space. <laughs> just dead in the air. In its own way, it was kind of an expert shot in missing all three of them. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was good. All of them worth hitting with his ult too, I believe. Yeah. So Top Esports end up getting three one, getting three for one, and the turret. Mm-hmm. And now Top Esports has about a one k gold lead. Twenty minutes. Jackie gets caught by a Lumal Bardalt, one of many Lumal Bardalts that connect. He's absolutely deleted. Top Esports end up losing three for one, trying to salvage this situation. Zoom ends up getting so big. By this point, Zoom is so big with all of his armor that he starts a 2v1 against Karza. And I don't remember, honestly, but he, he manages manages to draw the fight out for so long that Logan roams up with Jin and manages to kill both of them with his alts. Yeah. Yep. That was bad. This helped lead right into an uncontested Baron by JDG. I think that was at 24 minutes. This gave them a 3k gold lead, so the gold lead swung pretty quickly there. A minute later, JDG dives and almost kills Jackie, but they lose Zoom instead. And uh, they do get the mid inhib turret though, opening, cracking the base. Yeah. This is where Top actually does a really good job, and they follow up with a Drake. And then over the next few minutes, the teams trade some turrets. 30 minute mark, JDG get an easy Baron. Uh, Lu Mao connects another Bard ult, but this time on Karza. And this was a really good ult because it guaranteed Karza couldn't contest the Baron. Two minutes later, JDG push uh, and use the Baron for a couple of inhibs minute after that they get the last in him close the game tying the series two to two in a pretty easy clap 
honestly, from them with the Malphite pick. The Malphite was just a fucking raid boss. They couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, this this was the closest I would label us as to having a a clap game. But I mean, realistically, Top was in this game for twenty. I mean, like twenty minutes. Uh, I mean, if yeah. Look, if you look at just gold lead, you don't even see the gold lead swing until twenty five minutes once they get that Baron. So, right. Yeah. No, I have. I, I see your point though, because it's like, did Top really have a window to come back into the game? That's probably more up for debate. But if I just look at all the indicators that usually tell us whether a game is close or not, according to all those, this is still a close game. Mm. Yeah, I guess it just didn't feel as close as it looked. And another thing to remember, too, is even the kills were close. It wasn't until the end that uh, JDG went and racked up some free kills because it was basically over at that point. Yeah, and, you know, I felt like that was what was better fitting for JDG. Because you just want the Malphite to get to the point where he doesn't, he can't get touched. I thought it was really clear that Top needs to go right back to banning Bard. Get Bard the yeah. hell off the map. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Honestly, I thought they were going to come out and ban Malphite for the next game as well. So let's actually use this as yeah. a transition right into game five here. Deciding game LPL championship. Picks and bands. You want to go ahead and take that over for us? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so uh, JD Gaming uh, gonna go ahead and th- what? Did they stick to the same? Yeah, they stick to the same side this game. Gonna go ahead and uh, ban out the Quinn, Oriana, Caitlyn, which is I think the exact same bands they had the game prior. Double check for you, real quick. Yep. Top Esports going to ban out the Camille, which they banned out the previous game, but they're going to mm-hmm. get the Bard in this time. Smart move. As well as the Renekton again. JDG going to go ahead and first pick the Zoe. Yagao feeling comfortable on it. and uh, Yeah, he should. I mean, he styles so. on it. <laughs> yeah. Top Esports going to follow it up with the Ash pick and Graves. Yeah, good pick too. Karsa feels good on anything, really. Followed it up by the Jin pick. For JDG and the Kindred pick for Kanavi, his favorite picks. Dude pops off on this guy. Felt pretty, felt pretty cool. Uh, last pick for Top Esports is Knight's Syndra pick, which Ooh. is when I saw that. Yeah, I was like, oh, GG, baby, it's game over. This guy's a, got a hundred percent win rate on it. Eleven games or something like that. Stupid amount of games. Seven games? I don't know. Um, the casters made a funny a little comment about that. Apparently, Syndra is not one of his like go-to champions. It's like apparently the team likes him to play, and he's just kind of like, all right, I'll play it. Oh, wow. I'll play Dang. it for you guys. I like you guys. Yeah, well, 100% win rate. Insane. And then, uh, yeah, to, to finish up the bands, Top's gonna ban out the orn and tf uh jdg gonna ban out the tom kench and brom i didn't get that one entirely the the brom Brom? yeah i think they might have done that just because the brom pick was so good in game two it's kind of a pretty hard counter to Jin, and if you're going for Jin, i guess it makes sense to ban the brom yeah or was it game three it was the game before no no it was game two was it game two? Yes, it was game two with the uh, Braum pick. And then, I thought that was a good Braum pick, too. He was really good on it as well. 
I thought some really interesting picks came out from JD. I mean, Lou Mao on the set, Nar in the top was Zoom, Kanavi on the Kindred. Oh, yeah, that that's right, yeah. So the set pick, uh, so Leo's picked for top esports followed by set and then Nar, and the top esports takes Jace for the counter pick for 369. Which I'm not sure that it's a counter pick for Nar. I think it's just more of like a skill based matchup. Oh, total random note here. I think I totally forgot to call out JDG when they lost game three. That was Lou Mao's first loss on the Leona. Sorry, random side note there. Mm, wow. Uh, what's uh, What was his win rating? I think he had gotten to nine or ten wins before he finally lost a game on Leona. Damn. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> so are we ready? Is there anything else we need to cover in picks, or are we ready to go ahead and move on to highlights? Yeah, I mean, uh, don't pick Jace unless you're in LPL or LCK. But I think that's it. I feel like the Jace does a boatload of damage. 369 was basically zeroing out some fools in this game. Yeah, I'm just memeing. You know, it's typical uh, meme lord Western fashion to be a shitty NA jace player so all you kids out there in solo queue don't go and start playing jace don't do it play camille smarter move yeah mm -hmm. all right let's get on to the highlights cool two minutes whoa mm -hmm. more early action already loken on jin and lu mao get first blood on yu Jia leona it actually wasn't that exciting they just kind of caught him and killed him yeah the solo 2v2 kill mm -hmm. uh six minutes the ocean drake is taken by <coughs> top karza goes ahead and secures that for them one mm -hmm. about a minute later you got yagao on zoe who solos karza in his own jungle this is actually i think the time where yagao actually roams into his jungle flashes on him to hit all his abilities and then hits him with red smite and ignite it was just yeah it was you just watch brutal. karza get hit pretty hard and then tick down real quick yeah it was very he brutal uh so he loaded up a uh the star paddle star um and flashed for it too so it was like crazy long range to pop the car to pop uh the graves it was, it was definitely dirty karza was not expecting it at all by the nine, nine ten minute marker we have team esports taking the rift herald but end up getting punished by yagao on zoe Oof. with multiple sleepy trouble bubbles landing yeah this ends up giving JDG three kills for zero. Uh, and by this point, JDG is up five to zero in kills gotcha. at yep. the eight minute marker. Up 4K at 14 minutes. And at this point, they're up 3K, two and a half to 3,000 yep. gold, eight minutes yep. into the game. At this point, you're kind of just putting down the pen and the paper and enjoying what's left because you don't think you're going to have a lot of notes to take think it's mm -hmm. over a few minutes later the game still stalled out 13 minute marker the first turret gets taken by zoom on nar this gives jdg a bit more than a 3k gold lead and then at 17 minutes the teams trade two for two in kills the saving grace here that's going on for top esports is that they secured the third dragon at the same time and yep. this was their third dragon they mm -hmm. had ha all three up to this point. 
Yep. Which, you know, they're sneaking away these drags. 16 minutes, what, you, the first one spawns at 6, so 6, 12, or maybe spawns at 5, 5 minutes, 5, 10, 15. So they're, they're basically getting them on cooldown. Mm-hmm. And so. then part of what's happening here for top esports is they're trying to get engages with Jackie's Ashold, but he keeps missing. Mm-hmm. I think he had three missed ults by this point and ends the game with four or five missed ults. So Top is trying to make the the plays to get the fights to get themselves back in. It's just not happening. It's just not connecting. Well, the, the sole point one was a pretty good trade-off because even though uh, they it was a two for two with Top being behind and them getting the sole point like that, I mean, that was just, it just felt really good for them. About a minute later, the 18 uh, 18 minutes, Top Esports end up doing a five-man collapse on Kanavi in his own jungle. Uh, mm-hmm. Just delete him at his own red buff. This helps narrow the gold lead to back under 3,000. The 22-23 minute marker, uh, Knight secures the fourth dragon. He steals it, I believe. No, I think they just get it for free. Yeah. I think they're kind of posturing around it, and then they just get it for free. So they get the fourth drag. <clears throat> I think there was... Gosh, I really need to go back and double-check this. I think there was a, a fight, but it wasn't uh, any real pressure to get the dragon. Jackie, yeah, they were zoning the set away. And, yeah. Jackie ends up dying here on Ash and missing another alt. And this is four dragons for top esports. This is the main thing keeping them in the game right now. Mm-hmm. JDG have about have worked themselves up to about a 4k gold lead and it's a few minutes later at about 28 minutes when Syndra this is Knight on his Syndra gets a really good scatter the weak at plus a Leo ult plus an Ash ult and they get two kills onto JDG this allows them to get the Elder Drake or is this the Soul Drake did I write this wrong uh no this is elder yeah this is the elder gosh that's how fast the drakes came i forgot yeah this allows them to get the elder drake and then i believe they secure two more kills uh 20 30 seconds later and then they get the baron so this game has totally flipped on its head at this point and now top esports are the ones in the driver's seat to win this game 30 minute marker top esports gets the mid inhibitor they overstay though, trying to finish, and JDG turn it around and get three kills. So at this point, it looks like it's going swinging back to JDG, mm-hmm. taking the momentum and trying to win the game. It comes down to basically like who's going to win this next team fight. <laughs> and this fight was turned by Loken, and you guys, mm-hmm. Loken, he wasn't perfect all five games. He had one game that was down for sure, maybe a second one. But this game, he showed up. He was 5-1-5. and And in this team fight, he showed up huge. He turned this fight around by getting in on Jackie and clapping him. If I remember correctly, it was two or three bullets. He didn't even get his fourth bullet. He didn't even use an ability. And Jackie just dropped. This took a huge chunk away, a chunk of Top's damage away, allowing them to turn the fight. This buys them time. The teams are jockeying for Elder. 
after JDG stalls out a little bit. So we're at 35 minutes. The teams are jockeying from Elder. And this is where the play of the game happens. Probably the play of the series because it's its timing is so critical to what happens. Knight is on the other side of the wall on Syndra, sitting there waiting with his alt. Team, The teams are jockeying for Elder. Kanavi has started it with JD. They're working it down. He's on his kindred. He's got that life-saving alt. He takes one step too close to the wall. Instantly, Knight starts alting him. He gets down to just a teeny tiny sliver, and Karza manages to secure the kill with a Graves alt coming across and finishing him. This leaves the Elder at like uh, two-thirds to half health, and now JDG have no smite. So, of course, top esports end up securing this elder. They take this elder. They march right down mid for the win. And top esports secures the LPL championship, their first Boom. one. Boom. Locked into worlds. Absolutely stellar play from both teams. Top esports had just that much more. You can, you can see it, how it came down to just one play being the difference. This is very easily, you know, Kanavi doesn't step too close to that wall. This fight could have gone a totally different way. He couldn't even get his ult off. He died so fast. This best of five might be better than the finals at Worlds. It was yeah. that good. Absolutely. I could totally see that. This, Yeah, it was insanely good. Th these might be the top two teams at Worlds we just watched yeah. here. You know, that's yeah. they're just that good. So spicy. So aggressive. Unrelenting. It's everything you want in a finals. Yeah. It did yeah. not disappoint at all. Two lull periods and maybe the whole thing. Uh huh. It's very spicy. Any closing thoughts or final takeaways here before we move on? I, I, you know, we've been going here for an hour and fifteen minutes already. We've said a lot. I, I would feel bad to not have any stellar closing remarks here for this game be I, do, I don't know what else i have left to say it was it was so good i don't know say watch it if you haven't yeah let's uh well let's let's finish up uh lpl and uh let's talk about uh threats for lpl in uh worlds Ooh, i think we should make that a separate i think that in, in and of itself should be its own podcast Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because they got to still finish up their stuff, too. So, yeah. Yeah. That, LPL still has two more spots that are being vied for. Uh, I believe Top and JD are both locked into Worlds. Top, obviously, from winning the summer split. JD from points, since they took second in summer and they won the spring, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, that would give them the points they need to give them the second spot. But it will be Top Esports who will be representing china they will be the chinese uh name brand i don't know what it, signature team i don't know what to call it china i'm you know i don't want to get too much on worlds because this could totally be its own podcast but i really look forward to seeing 369 flanks in worlds oh yeah i'm i'm just ready for worlds period man i'm ready for it let's go let's go bring it let's go mom spaghetti
please. All right, well, you guys, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna take a quick pause right here. We're gonna get uh, all our stat pages and stuff set up for the LCK. We'll check back within you, uh, with you guys very briefly. So moving on to the LCK playoffs, we got round one here. It was a best of three, Afrika Freaks versus T1. Our first question before we even go into the picks and bans is, who is starting in mid lane for T1? Closer is. Closer. Spoiler alert, it's Closer. Closer. On a not as exciting note, but still very critical note, who is starting in the jungle for Afrika? It's going to be Dread. Dread is back. Dread doesn't have a lot of games Ooh. to his name, but he's got, I think, three playoff games to his name now, maybe four. He's yeah. been splitting that time with Spirit. Spirit's actually been getting less time. <clears throat> uh, notably, though, Spirit's been very clutch in the times that he has been in. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Dread didn't play too bad the last uh, game that he was in. He just could, his team was oh, you know, failing around me. it. Mystic was really Mystic <laughs> was face. Planning. Yeah, face Mystic has real up and down. <clears throat> I believe yeah. I just said that Dread had three games in the playoffs. I meant in the last couple weeks of the season, so excuse me on that one. Which, let's go ahead and uh, take it over to Picks and Bands. Take it over for us, Chaloop. Yeah, T1. I'm uh, going to go ahead and start off the Bands here. The Renekton, Lilia, and Oriana. Uh, Afrika going to follow up their Bands with the Bard, Morgana, and Nidalee. So, banning out effort there. And because uh, it's Nidalee, which I'm not sure if I've seen yet. But uh, leaving open the Caitlyn, that's a no-no. So, of course, T1's going to first pick that. That's, you know, just the best laner to play. If you haven't played Caitlyn bot, it's OP. She's so strong, it's stupid. Start mm -hmm. now. Yeah, it's crazy fun. Crazy good fun. Afrika is going to follow up with uh, the Nautilus and Graves. And uh, T1 going to go ahead and lock in the Olaf and Zoe. Closer on the Zoe. He likes it. I believe he's played it quite a bit this season. Afrika going to lock in TF for their last pick uh, before second ban. I don't think that was ever not banned in the LPL games. In the finals, anyways. I think that was yeah. banned all five games. Mm-hmm. Interesting to see that one slip through. Following bans for T1, uh, they're going to ban out the Kalista, and they're also going to ban out the Wukong. With Afrika, uh, they're going to ban out the Camille and the Set. Yeah, so a little, little points out to Kana there. Kind of some unusual uh, bans, I feel like. Afrika banning Morgana. I'm not so sure about that one. Yeah. Didn't, I don't uh, think we saw a single Morgana ban or pick in the LPL finals. I know it got picked once in the playoffs, I think. Yeah, I can't remember. I just know that's how little of a presence Morgana has had in the LPL playoffs. Interesting to see that TFs slip through. Yeah, the TF definitely. Uh... <clears throat> when you look at Afrika over here, you could almost think they're in a different meta between seeing the Akali, the Misfortune, the Olaf. Yeah, the Misfortune for sure fell off. The Akali actually somewhat relevant. It went in, it ended up going uh, top two, which I saw it in another game too. 
So let's go ahead and let's move on to kind of the the highlights here. Oh snap! Yeah. Uh, Is there anything else you want to cover? I'm, man, I'm just lagging through these pick bands. T1 gonna finish up their pick band with the uh, Leona Lucian, and uh, yeah, the Akali last pick for Afrika with the Misfortune mm. follow behind that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. Cut that. But out. yeah, but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Into the game. Let's do it. Highlights. Highlights. My first one's at 350. 350. What do you got for us? So, 350, Grave gang- Graves ganks the Lucian. Uh, gets him pretty low. Kind of messes up the lane for the top lane Lucian for Kana. Which Lucian wants to be pretty aggressive in that lane. So, uh, him having to play non-aggressive against an Akali was definitely bad uh 730 i have first blood mm-hmm. uh it was after a botched dive on the low lucian yep from the initial collie all in uh first blood goes to the olaf yep. and uh you don't want to feed an olaf no sir if it looks like t1 actually spotted it and then mm-hmm. uh responded because it was the tf alt coming in and then closer tp'd in and Cuz had been roaming up that way on Olaf, and uh, they made Afrika think better of it. But by that point, Afrika had kind of already overstayed, and so they didn't dive. And then, yeah, got killed by the Olaf. <laughs> bad, yep. bad day. Yep. Following that though, Afrika, Afrika, end up doing the clean dive. Right. That was at eleven minutes. Yep. At eleven mm-hmm. minutes, uh, Afrika go for the repeat gank and this time do it real clean kind of the way Mm -hmm. they were intending to do it this actually this lasted until 20 minutes basically the team's just doing a lot of safe handshaking avoiding confrontation uh, a couple of times where they beat each other up a little bit but no one gets too close to dying Uh, and that takes us all the way to 20 minutes only two kills this point Afrika up to this point Afrika has built about a 1500 gold lead however t1 has secured all three drakes yep so this is a this is a trend we see out playing out all the time one team is getting the gold the other team's getting the drakes 21 there's a big fight before that third drake though no one really dies but there's like a big there's a big skirmish i guess i should say because no one no not a full fight i guess but yeah, that's probably um, one of the ones I lumped into my kind of paraphrase there. Yeah, there's a double TP used. Um, th- it just Afrika gets too low, and that's how uh, T1 ended up getting the soul point. Hmm. They didn't get soul, but soul point. So then, That was at the 17 mark. Oh, okay. And so I have at 21 minutes, this is where some more action actually kind of happens. Afrika the support ben who's playing nautilus takes kind of a he takes an engage and it i don't want to call it goofy because maybe i just wasn't seeing what he was seeing but we could just call it a bad engage and he just ends up dying mm-hmm. and then it's about two minutes later another team fight starts and this time it's with t1 chunking out Afrika health bars and they're doing this as Afrika is retreating into the river and uh, toward the Drake. Somehow it ends up with Mystic 
getting this really great misfortune alt dropping on top of all of t1 yeah. and uh, it takes basically the entire t1 team's health bars low low enough that keen on akali and dread on graves can just do their dashes in there and clean up the fight and uh this actually allowed them to get an ace and then right into a baron mm -hmm. from there it slowed down Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Let's go over that team fight actually a little bit before I move on. Yeah, I have it a little written down myself. So uh, at one point, Akali was about to get caught out from a Leo alt. Akali flashes that alt. Then Ben on Nautilus and Fly on Twisted Fate flash Lucian's alt before like they're both just about to die. He works them down to slivers of health. They both flash away, denying him two kills. This is the point where Mystic is perfectly set up, I think, right on the, around the corner of a wall. Yep. And just right where alts, the dragon is. Yeah. Mm -hmm, and just alts the whole team. And uh, Dread on Graves saw this alt happening and doubles it up with his own alt. So you, you, I kind of missed that the first time I watched it. So Graves alt and MF alt going off at the same time. The Graves alt was well-timed in that he waited closer to the end. So they absolutely chunked all of their health bars basically all of t1 was on the verge of dying and then that's when graves and akali just dash on through and get the ace and that yeah. gave them a 4k gold lead at this point it's only 25 minutes uh at 28 minutes afrika 40 t1 in mid starting with another ben hook this time it didn't turn out to be a disaster uh mf or misfortune alts taking olaf and leo super low and then it's the same thing. Akali just jumps in and gets another easy double kill, making it look easy. And then I didn't have time to go back and check this to be totally sure, but it looked like Misfortune, it looked like Mystic managed to chase down Kana on Lucian and get the kill. I wish I had time to go back and double check. If anyone's listening and wants to verify it for me, go ahead and let me know. Uh, but it's at this point that Afrika managed to close and... 29 minute win Frika made it look easy that game one yeah yeah they did even with uh all the dragon control that they had all right let's move on to game two are you prepared to lead us in another pick band phase i have the picks but no actually hold on maybe what give me one second okay so game two here uh, T1's gonna stick with the same side, and their first bands are gonna be the Graves, the Lilia, and the Caitlyn. Uh, followed up with Afrika banning out the Alistair, Camille, and the Akali. Also noted that closers out, they put Faker in for this. Yeah. So this is a Faker game now. <clears throat> Dread is still in for Afrika. Yep. Yep. And, um,. We definitely yeah, get some so, interesting picks here. Oh, yeah. So they're going to first pick the TF for T1. And you have uh, Renekton Nautilus to follow up for Afrika. T1's going to respond with the Volibear and Kalista pick. Uh, the spicy Kalista needs to pop off. And uh, they're going to finish off with Afrika third pick for Nidalee for bands for Afrika you got Azir and Set gotta take that away from Faker which not actually sure why 
they did that. I'm actually really confused now. Why would you ban Azir? When they already had TF picked? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure if that's something Kana would pull out of his pocket randomly in the top lane. That's so weird to me. I don't know. I don't get it, man. I thought also worth mentioning. Have you mentioned it yet? The Aurelian Soul on. Have we, no, we no, done not yet. Yeah. Oh, so gosh, still, I keep getting ahead of you. I'm just so blown away by the Azir pick that it's that's just so weird to me because no one plays Azir besides mid lane and there's a TF. There's no reason for TF to go any other lane but top. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we shouldn't read too much into this game based on how it went. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, so yeah, uh, Galio Ash to finish up the Banser T1. T1 is going to take the Gragas and the Jace to finish up. And Afrika <clears throat> going to take the Aphelios, which has fallen from grace no longer the 200 years. We have been restored to our, to our current year. Uh, and the spicy Aurelian Soul pick for mm. Fly. I haven't seen Aurelian Soul in forever. Yep. <clears throat> I was really Might looking... be a reason for that. <laughs> I was really looking forward to like a one of those huge Aurelian Soul stuns where he charges it up for like a whole lane. Yeah. yeah, it's basically like the width of the lane, so you can't dodge it. All right, so yeah. are we ready to move on to highlights? Yes. All right, I'm not going to lie to you guys. This was a clapping. So yes. we're going to move pretty quick through these. Um, all right. All right, so I have for my first major highlight happens around seven minutes. It's a four-man T1 gank on bottom. They end up killing a, a Mystic and Ben. They had overextended just a bit, and then our, they were immediately collapsed on by Cuz with his Volibear, who happened to be waiting in the river bush. And then Faker had walked out of the uh, out of his own lane a little bit, so they probably should have known that a gank was coming, but he yeah. did manage to get the ult off down there, and T1 got a double kill mm-hmm. right after that. I think that, he had a flash, too, for the uh, the kill that he got. Right? I, I don't know. I don't have it marked down here. I, I should have marked it. Oh, wait, no, because flashed. He had he flashed because it was under a turret. I do know, though, that right after this, Afrika <clears throat> made their own counterplay. Dread. Oh, excuse me. That's not what happened yet. The bad news keeps coming <laughs> for Afrika is what I should have said. Because right after that, Dread gets caught on Nidalee at blue and just straight soloed by Kana on that Jace. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not much later Oof. than that. Like a minute or so later, we're at like nine minutes. 925, yeah. Uh, Afrika respond with a Nidalee gank and a Renekton, Renekton flash W combo plus the Nid spear switching into cat form and they absolutely explode Kana. So return kill there makes you think that this game might actually have something to it. 10 minutes. Yeah. T1 responds to that play with Cuz on Volibear prepping a gank bot. Ben takes the an engaged without knowing cuz is there and i think he did it just to trade damage and abilities a bit uh instantly countered and then mystic and ben get clown popped again yeah this point Uh, we're only at 10 minutes and t1's got a 1k gold lead not game you know not not backbreaking but definitely enough to matter what were you gonna say there uh shout out to effort in this game for the gragas support Mm-hmm. Um, dude played like a freaking monster 
and his his uh, flashing gauge in the river. That flash E. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was so good. He had he had three. I think flash three of those body slam. Were, yeah, were, they were so good. Followed up with his ult to just yep. oof, so dirty. Yeah, he, he was, played. He was player of the game in my opinion for that one. You know what? You saying that makes me realize we need to track player of the game better. Yeah. Good note for future podcasts. Mm-hmm. At 12 minutes, T1, three-man dive, Keen on that Rennington top. Pretty easy kill. They get his turret as well. I think my next one's at 14.39 yep. with uh, Fly. that great flash engage. Yep. Yeah, why don't you go and take over that one for us? I just have uh, the great flash engage by uh, Effort there. It gets the cask. 11k difference. 11.23 kills Fly. Yep, Fly kind of overextends just a little bit in the middle of posturing, and they get him. Yep, and they take drag as well, and it ends in a 4v1. Yep, um, and by this point, it's like maybe 15 minutes, and T1's up now 3.5k gold. Mm-hmm. And then a minute from there, T1 kill 3 of Afrika at the Infernal Drake. This now has them at like a 6 gold lead. Faker himself has like a 3k gold lead and 17 stack Majais at 16 minutes. So he's hitting like a truck as TF. Yeah. yeah. 21 minutes, T1's up 11 to 2 and kills. This game is basically over. T1 go and get a Baron at 22 minutes. They have a 10k gold lead. They cl- yeah, they close the game and that's it. That's game two. Series yeah, is tied up one to one. T1 looks like they built themselves plenty of momentum. Looks like Faker's played well enough to secure his position in the third game. Mm-hmm. Which let's uh let's use that as our segue and head on over to game three. And sure enough, Faker is starting in game three. The the change, the signature change that happens here is Spirit is subbed in for Dread. Yes. And then with that, are you already on picks and bands, or do you need another minute? Nope, I'm ready. All um, right, why don't you go ahead and take it over? Yeah, so T1 on the same side again. Is this right? Were they on the same size every game? Oh my gosh, I didn't even think to write that in my notes. This is what I get for being so tired and watching late at night. Yeah, I know, right? I don't know if this is just because of the format of the... I don't know. I, they must be on the same side every time. It's crazy, though. Uh, but uh, first bands from T1 are going to be the Lilia, the Caitlyn, and Nautilus. Afrika is going to follow up with Loaf, Olaf, uh, Oriana, and Twisted Fate. Uh, get that out of the hands of Faker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, T1 going to start off the first pick uh, with with uh, Set. Spicy, super flexible pick. Put that guy anywhere besides Eddie Carey, and you can do whatever you want. Afrika pick the Volibear, followed by the Kalista, and uh, that gets spicy. We'll be talking about that later. Uh, T1 follow up their picks with the Senna and the Renekton, so pretty 80 heavy to start. Uh, Afrika going to finish up their third pick for Zoe. T1 follows up with their bans for the second round on the Quinn and the Jace. Frika is going to ban out Azir and Tali. That's going to bring T1 to picking the uh, Tom Kench and 
the Karthus or the Cuz jungle. Afrika is going to lock in the Alistair and the Ezreal, which now puts us at where they're actually going here because you have the Volibear jungling for Afrika and Kalista is the top lane. More uh, interesting have, picks. Yeah, they, they also end up putting Faker, the carry, on the tank set to be mid lane to set up for the Karthus for Cuz. Hadn't they done this and before too? Th these are the comps. I, I actually really don't like set in the mid lane because he just doesn't do enough damage. I don't know. I, I think the like... casters actually talk about that at some point too, where Faker's doing something and he can't get the kill because he plainly just doesn't have any damage. Yeah, and dude, he was po he was playing so well. He played well. Yeah, I think he played well both games. But uh, yeah, let's. With that being said, let's get into this game. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so. My first thing is I have the five-minute marker for first blood. You got anything before that? Nope. First blood onto uh, River Bush Dive. Looks like, yep, first blood against Faker <clears throat> on set in the T1 jungle by Spirit on the Volibear and by Fly on the Zoe. I just have it as a kind of a plain catch. I don't. I didn't have any exciting notes on that, did you? No. Yeah, it was pretty it was, plain. Yeah, just caught at the wrong place at the wrong time, kind of. Six minutes. A 1k gold lead for Afrika by this point, and Faker has to flash a spirit gank and a Zoe bubble. He does end up living, but he's down that important summoner. Mm -hmm. And then at 7.30, I have this really funny play. I believe it happened completely by accident. I think, if I remember correctly, yeah. the casters discovered through a clip listening to the players that it happened entirely on accident. At 7.30, mm -hmm. Mystic, Ezreal ults, Krugs and Cuz is over there on his Karthus, low health. The alt clips him and he dies. Yeah, it's so good. It looked calculated for a second, but then it turns out it was it was entirely luck. He actually had was aiming at the other bot laners and missed. <laughs> and then it killed Cuz. <laughs> and I got a pretty good kick out of hearing the team start laughing once they saw Cuz had died. Yeah, and plenty there was quite a few uh Nisus which is my personal favorite. Not much longer after that, we at 9.30, Spirit is running around on Volibear and catches Cuz, <clears throat> kills him, and then is saved with the tiniest sliver of health from dying. Yeah. Uh, and a Karthus ult coming down because Mystic, I believe, switched who was the target of his his passive or his ult. I forget how it works exactly. Uh, and puts him in the Callista ult and saves his life. Puts him in the Pokeball, as the LCK yeah. casters say. You can see him go golden as that happened. It was crazy. It was such good timing. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, you you said the Kalista flashed, right? I don't. It was. I don't remember. I just know he he. I believe switched who was the target of his ult onto the Volibear, and then activated the ability. The ult. Yeah, well, he he was so he started that way, right? Because the top laner uh, as Kalista, you pick your jungler as your uh, spirit bond to start but mm. see i didn't know if flash. he had targeted him yet yeah he did but he had to flash get in range to do the the pull in so it's like you see keen so flash in to yeah to ult the volibear who's literally 10 health from death you know it's like oh shit so 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 super hype. yeah so um, at this point, Afrika's got a lead, and this will take us to the 12-minute marker where Faker is caught in his own jungle 
by Fly and Ben, and he's killed again. I think he's killed uh, in a relatively similar spot in the bot jungle again. So mm. just keeps getting caught and killed. This actually 04. takes... Yeah, that's how he finishes the game. I don't know if he's 0-4 at this point yet. No, the the, the team is 0-4 at this point. And it's yeah. Like they're 3K gold up. And you can you can feel the game slipping away. You yeah. Can, you're you're starting to see. Oh my gosh, uh, Africa! They're gonna they're gonna win this. First Drake isn't done until 16 minutes. It's an ocean Drake. This ended up being a very Crazy. late Drake, and it's not because the teams weren't trying. They just between posturing and fighting, uh, neither team was able to get enough leverage to actually secure it. Yeah. 17 something, 17 minute and some odd marker. Another team fight happens in front of mid inhib turret. And Teddy gets deleted on Senna. Teddy then respawns and comes back. And he actually gets a return kill on Keen's Callista. And he does it with a long-range Senna ult. Uh, Keen's actually... Gonna, it looks like he's going to live. He's going to get away and live. Because there had been a scrappy little fight. And then Afrika backed off. Keen ran escaped through the jungle. And it looked like he was literally going to get away. And then he got hit by that Sen alt. It was, it was absolutely beautiful. Long range alt. Yeah. By this point, it's 20 <clears> minutes. <throat> and Afrika's got a 6k gold lead. Boiler, they never give the gold lead up. In fact, I don't think they gave the gold lead up once they took it. All the way back towards the beginning of the game. 23, 24 minutes. Afrika start barren. They get a ton of Kalista Ren, sta Ren stacks. But they misplay it and get forced off by 5 of T1. Uh, collapsing fly on zoe almost gets caught during the retreat and this was a real missed opportunity for Afrika to get the baron and yeah. this gave t1 a window to stay in the game and it actually almost set them up to get the baron yeah they were close to getting a pretty good fight off a uh, 28 minutes Afrika's still nursing this 6k gold lead they haven't managed to extend it any anymore in this eight minutes but at 28 minutes, 6k gold lead is still very significant. I, cast, the casters actually called Afrika out at one point. Not called them out. Pointed out how nervous they seem to look because mm. they're just not wandering, but they're moving around the map in a not a very strategical way. They're just doing a lot of clearing camps and pushing lanes, but they're not making the moves they need to close the game. It almost makes you kind of nervous that maybe Afrika is going to let this one slip away 31 minutes i made note of the cs totals mm -hmm. keen on Callista has almost 100 cs lead on kana spirit oh, wow. is down about 75 cs on cuz in the jungle fly and faker are even teddy has about a hundred cs lead or excuse me he's down 100 yeah. he's down 100 he's a deficit uh, it's got a hundred CS deficit to Ted to Mystic, and Mystic is almost four thousand gold ahead at this point. So essentially, yeah. Senna is not going to be doing relevant damage and is going to just be looking to make more use of her utility. Thirty-two one minute, thirty-two minutes. T one initiate with Faker uh, on set. He does a flash ult. Yep. I forget who. But Afrika turned it around, and they turned it into a 3-for-1, a Baron, and Infernal Drake. By this point, they have a 10k gold lead, two Infernal Drakes, and then Afrika used the Baron to close the game and win the series 2-to-1. What? 
Yep. What? Carrying on in the gauntlet of I, Freak of Freaks. I don't know if anybody called this, and nope. I don't know if anybody called this seriously who did get it right. I, I am shocked that they managed to pull this off. And pulling Spirit off the bench, I believe, was a very clutch move for them. He ended up going 2-0 and 7 and being very tanky, keeping Faker and Kana off their back line, keeping them from doing any real uh, high-profile jump in the back line and kill somebody. Yeah, which, I mean, it's not like, I don't know, the set pick just bothers me, especially on Faker. And then the way Mystic showed up this game on Ezreal, 5-0 and 3 after playing pretty bad in the last game. And then we have Keen on that Callista. What a unique pick to go into the Renekton. It's one of those, it's close in that Callista has the advantage because she is a ranged auto attack champion and she can hop around a lot. But I think the casters kind of summed it up nicely saying that if Renekton can manage to get on Keen even one time, it'd be like breaking his neck, you know, yeah. because the Renekton would just be able to spiral out of control at that point. I couldn't help but notice that T1 looked really disjointed again in this game. It reminded me of the the other loss they had on Faker when he played Galio, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Where there's just a clear disconnect between mm-hmm. what the game objective is supposed to be. Yeah. Because they really needed to just let Cuz scale up. T1 in this game was devoid of synergy. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure Gen G is excited to see Afrika. I don't know if they necessarily saw them beating T1 as like a, a good thing. I'm not totally sure what to think of it. I, My inclination is that G1, Gen G do see this as a good thing, and they see it as more of just a T, T1 having an off day with Faker and being thankful that they don't have to face the closer, even the closer version of T1. Yeah. Um, but Afrika has showed us that they're full of surprises. Yeah, for sure they are. Wow, it was... So much of their success seems to lay on the shoulders of Mystic and whether he ends up popping off or not. And I don't know if that's related to him tilting or not. I would be really, really curious because some of these games he just looks so off and then these other games he, he plays so huge. All right. I don't know, maybe he's just a guy who gets hot or cold. Yeah, that's he, he's very hot or cold. All right, Chalupa. We uh we got anything else here? Any closing thoughts on this game? Mm, good on Afrika Freaks for sneaking it. I don't sneaking think the win. I don't think we're gonna have time to do a full preview like we would have liked. So let's do a really quick uh, down and dirty preview here of Afrika Gen G. What, what Gen G take it? That's what I'm thinking too. Do you think it's gonna be a two o two one? Two o. 2-0. Do you think there are any critical picks that... Actually, before we even get into critical picks, do you think Dread or Spirit is going to start for Afrika? Mm, I think they start Spirit. I think they start Dread and then switch into Spirit. Probably right at game two, unless Dread wins. But otherwise, I think it's going to be Spirit for two games, Dread for one. Um. Okay. Genji is just so good. I mean, they're the second team yeah. here. They're, I think, one game out of first place. Um, 
it's gonna be uh it's gonna be the ruler popping Myst mystics uh booty show and they're gonna tilt him into the ground and uh yeah all right well you guys heard it here that's our down and dirty preview for you i think we oh, yeah. have given you guys plenty to chew on though a two-hour podcast Epis- let's go episode three down i don't know about you chalup but once the third episode's done i kind of feel like this is this is real yeah it's life now i, I don't wake know up. i don't know how to describe it but I, I do know i have watched almost like 30 games of league in the past week yeah. so so much so much league because the, the truth is i haven't stopped watching lcs i haven't stopped watching lec i definitely don't watch them as intensely definitely and uh, you know, it admittedly, I didn't watch every Elshiyosh game. There's just so many hours in a day, you know. Yeah, I followed on pretty much everything. Holy moly! But yeah, it's been it's been draining. It's been it's a lot of a lot of games. Holy it's, shit! It's a, it's a lot, lot of games. games. It's a lot of note taking. I don't think I've written this much in a while. Yeah, for sure, I haven't written this much in a while. But you know what? I'm gonna be really thankful going into Worlds and not feeling clueless not feeling like i don't have any idea who these other teams are that was always kind of a factor for me when i was just watching uh eu and NALCS, lcs and you know these they go to worlds and then they're facing these teams and you just they're just so scary and good and they're just a mystery to you you don't know anything about them yeah now i'll know full and well who is going to clap the ass cheeks of my north american favorite teams now when i listen to na broadcasters say something like and so what they're going to want to do in the top lane here is go ahead and do x y and z and then their lpl counterpart will already be countering that exactly yeah they'll be what they'll really want to say is tuck your hands or your head between your legs and what kiss your ass goodbye right Mm -hmm. that's what it really is because it's it's not even competition man it's gonna it'll be quick it'll be you know painless it'll be sudden when it won't be it won't be painless i don't think it'll it be, will be painless yeah it'll be so embarrassing <laughs> we'll see man we'll see <coughs> tl's got a pretty good team um what do they now they're naeu korea is tl right yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Watching the finals for China, like, well, I guess uh, TL can have solace that they won't play top, right? There's no way to get ranked with them in their same region. I think I, know, I hear what you were about to say there, though, that these teams that we watch play in the LPL finals, JD and top, are just so far and away good. I... I don't think I've seen anything remotely as good as how they performed uh, in the NA LCS. Yeah, <laughs> like there's there's no way you could tell me that Cloud Nine was even close to that either. Like they were really good, sure, but you know, no. even just looking just looking at JD, uh, there's no Kanavi there. You know. Yeah. There's no. <clears throat> Gosh, losing my voice over here. I've been talking so long. Mm. There's no Zoom. You know, this guy that can just play the beef, and then all of a sudden you hand him Camille and he carries. Like, 
these teams they're they're stacked they're stacked yeah very 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 i don't crazy. know i don't know that any na team is the stacked lec is a little bit different i think they have they could definitely put up a fight i don't g2's got a chance g2's got a chance yeah just because they're so good and have such good synergy together and stuff they can do anything sometimes well, I guess before we get off topic any further and turn this into an, an LEC broadcast or LEC podcast, this would be a good time mm-hmm. to end it. So thank you to those of you who have managed to stay and hang out with us. It's yes. been a pleasure. Always holding it down. That's how we do it. Thank you, guys. Keep listening. And we're going to check back in with you guys in a couple of days. I believe Saturday we'll have uh, the next set of recaps for you guys. Yeah. Until then, peace out.